Dungeoneers. Welcome to Applied Dungeoneering, the D&D 5e actual play podcast that regrets choosing the classes that they're currently playing as. I'm Josh, the Dungeon Master. I play the most powerful class in the game. I have no regrets. And I'm joined, as always, by my friends and co-hosts. We have Daniel here. Daniel, uh, what class would you play instead of Gunner, given the option? Uh, probably something extremely overpowered, like a uh, probably like a paladin warlock multi-class. So he'd be a nice guy, but kind of a kind of a jerk. Yeah, not gonna go for the player's handbook ranger. <laughs> nah, probably not. <laughs> Actually, fun fact: Gunner is the first non-multi-class character I have played in a very long time. Is he gonna stay that way? You think? Yeah, we'll see. Okay, that'll be fun. Well, Janelle's here as well, and uh, do you ever think you would benefit from playing a different class other than a uh, monk like you're doing now, or are you pretty happy with what you've got? I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Vez. She's very near and dear to my heart. Uh, but maybe something that's a little more tanky can take a hit a little, little better. Maybe next time. I don't know yet. We'll see. Yeah. Because I love we... playing her, but sometimes she's hard to play when she's unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it happens. It's D&D. Well, Nate's here as well, and I already think I know the answer, but uh, Nate, what class would you switch to uh, from Jasper if uh, if you had to choose? Only classes that have got lots of options. So another wizard or maybe a cleric. Yeah, figure you'd say wizard. Wizard is your favorite class after all. Yes. Well, Joel's here too, and well, Joel, I know you you don't much like spellcasters, so uh, what would you rather play than a than a warlock? Well, that's the beautiful thing about warlocks is that they're not spellcasters. Oh yeah, yeah. But I mean, if I wasn't playing a warlock, I I do I do like hitting things with swords. So uh, you know, fighter is always a great go to. Okay, that's good. Fight, fighters are a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, and finally, we have AJ, and you know. Don't really need to ask him because he pretty much always plays barbarians. They're an oldie but a goodie. It's trusted, trusted sword of mine. I, I don't. I, I just don't like spells that much. I just think they're really complicated because I just I can't wrap my head around them very well. I know this one technically has spells, but it's I forget about it most of the time, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to be like your infamous ranger. <laughs> <laughs> one time, okay. <laughs> get to like what was the seventh level i have spells <laughs> <laughs> well okay to be fair i knew i had like a couple i didn't think that like i had a big old list of them like i just go to i was just wanted to be an archer i'm just making funny audience members uh this was just a, a one-off bit we know aj knew his class it was just the way he said it, it was a game we had like years ago <laughs> it's just the way he said it. he was so incredulous <laughs> <laughs> and we have not let him live it down ever since uh good times also, also i want to take this opportunity to backpedal a little bit just, just for a disclaimer for the audience uh actually do really like warlock paladins so and i know it's a popular choice so people out there don't get mad at me uh <laughs> It's perfectly balanced. It's fine. <laughs> Maybe. Well, sort of. Uh -huh. Well, you guys are probably wondering why I asked you th these questions. And uh, that answer is because things are starting to ramp up again. You guys are in the middle of making some very important decisions. And honestly, you guys are 
playing with fire right now. So you guys very well might have to make new characters after this episode. Woof. Yay. No, this is a tricky spot, guys. This is really tricky. It's kind of a slow burn, but as soon as you guys make that decision, it's going to light. Yeah. I don't know. How's that make you guys feel? I don't know. I mean, you you threaten it pretty much every week, so I'm kind of immune at this point. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. But I mean Uh, it this time. No, I'm freaking out. I don't know what to do. Oh, well. Won't be able to think about it for long. I'm not worried one bit. It's because Aegon's invincible. I was going to say, is that hubris I hear? No, it's not hubris. It's just that uh, I'm very adaptable. Yeah, that's Joel. Hubris is my cousin. (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, alrighty, we'll put all this to the test then, I guess. So, you guys ready to play? You guys ready to make some decisions? Yeah. Get me wet, Josh. (laughs) Alrighty. (laughs) So, before we do that, I'm going to give us a quick recap. And then we will jump back into the action. So last episode, the group spent some time interrogating Arthur the Changeling. And you also spent some time trying to convince Lady Hecate to ignore his crimes and let him go on a sort of plea deal basis. Because he offered to give you information, provided you could guarantee his safety. However, Lady Hecate refused to budge. And now the party is in a situation where they have to decide if they want to stay in Lady Hecate's good graces or if they want to release Artur. So we'll find out what they're going to do shortly because we ended last episode with the party going to bed and getting a long night's rest. So first of all, you guys have completed a long rest. So you're back to full health. You have all your spell slots and abilities back. Yay. And yay! you wake up the next morning and you realize it is not raining anymore. The morning sun is actually making its way through your windows and warming you up. There are no clouds in the sky and you can hear birds chirping outside. It seems like it is a beautiful morning. People are back out. You can see people are starting to move around in the streets uh, below the keep. Like getting ready for the for the day. Most of the water is drained down over the course of the night, so there are some puddles, but there aren't any like rivlets or rivers flowing anymore. But despite the storm having passed, I feel like you have another storm approaching. So what do you guys do? Now that now that you've rested and it's morning. So I think Gunner uh, he gets up and he he's still feeling really tired. He didn't sleep well last night. I think m- mainly because he's mad about everything that's going on. And he's like, hmm. Well, I'm kind of pissed off at everyone, but uh, uh, he, this is him talking to himself. I do have kind of a wild idea. I wonder what everyone else will think. Well, we shall see. I really need more friends. I, I shouldn't be talking to myself <laughs> this much. So I guess we all meet up then over some breakfast in one of our rooms, probably. So we're out of earshot of everyone else. Yeah. And you guys can lock the door. You can set master outside so he can't come in. Yeah. How, how did you all sleep? By, by the way, Theo, if you steal another piece of my bacon, I'm going to slap you. Hmm? 
Yeah, I, I saw you. First of all, you're, you're not very sneaky. I saw you steal my piece of bacon. I, I'm hungry too. I'm not as big of a boy as you are, but I, I have to eat. Well, you didn't see me steal your eggs. Uh, <laughs> so, who's sneaky? Gunner wants to be mad, but he kind of gives a little grin. It's like, okay, that, that was pretty good. But listen, first of all, how, how did you all sleep last night? Because I slept like crap. I can't say that my rest was very restful either. Um, I mean, not super. I don't like having to try to sleep on the idea of the life and death of someone else that isn't, you know, actively murdering people or whatever. How about you, Jasper? I know you don't sleep, but uh, did you... Uh, oh, man. I, I, I honestly can't even begin to figure out what you do whenever we all go to bed. I kind of just assume you just sit there. Was your meditation nice? It was. I dreamed of electric sheep. <laughs> I can't tell if that's a joke or not, but I don't want to ask it's because a the details scare me. It's a good reference. Electric sheep. I, uh, whatever. I had a cramp in my ankle half the night, but it's, it's okay now. Okay. So, for me, I was up very late last night. I couldn't sleep because I was just so mad about this whole situation. Like, we did so much, and now we are the ones having to make the tough call. So, I was thinking... And Gunner specifically looks around the room for any animals or anything that could compromise. Um, there is a security yes. camera in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> you see the little red light blinking. Okay, well, Gunner touches his temples and uses Ant-Man powers and has his, uh, uh, and he, he, he has ants cover the camera. Oh, great. Yeah. And then he, and then he goes Super Saiyan. <laughs> Jesus. And then I wait, and then Gunnar wakes up from his temporary fever dream, and then he tells everybody his plan. So I was thinking, we have now. I gotta be honest. When I'm tired, my ideas get pretty crazy. What if we steal Artur out of his cell, turn him invisible, and then we go to Lady Hecate and we tell her? basically doing Aegon's idea and tell her that we let him go and see what she does. And then we can get the truth from her, see what she would really do. And here's an even better idea. If we wait to do it when certain people are around, we can incite a revolution in this town. Isn't that crazy? Gunner. But everybody will see that she just turns tail and just kills people just because... It's convenient for her. I don't know. I don't like her. I don't feel bad. I, I, you know what? I, I hope, I hope she gets what's coming to her. Honestly, Gunner, stop yourself. A revolution is is dangerous. Uh, it can get people hurt, especially if it's just ramshackly thrown about by some weirdos out of town. And I, I know what we're trying to do is like trying to save someone, but I, but. He still did bad things, and I think maybe just Lady Hecate thinks he's involved more than he is, and if she maybe she just sees that he's not, because I mean, it sounded like he was he was just like hindering and like our our friends, you know, Richard and and, and some of the other guards. And I I don't think he he had too much involvement in it. I think she thinks that he did, and 
I mean, Theo. he still Theo. did bad things. And why are Theo. we thinking like we're here to, to throw up this entire authority thing here? It's that's not what we were here to do. It's not what, who we are. It's just... <sighs> Theo, if someone saved your life, how how would you treat them? Would you feel like you owe like a life debt to them or... Do you think you would at least try to spend most of your life trying to be kind to them? Yeah, probably, but I don't see your point. In in this case, V saved her, and she doesn't even respect any of our opinions. Not even a little bit. Isn't that concerning to you? She's very inconsiderate towards us. After everything V did for her, it's like V didn't even do anything. Everyone is just a pawn in her game. I do you really think she's fit to be in charge? That's how everyone in charge is. <laughs> Once you're in charge, everyone else except for a very select few who have a lot of power are your pawns. That's how that works. So you replace her, somebody else who could probably be worse, takes a place. I mean Fia's got a point. At least like at least we have a relationship with her. She didn't kill us, which I guess she could have technically done. We also killed ah, people. Well, I don't know about a revolution, but I at least want to see what she'll do if we were to do something like that. If she would just so easily dismiss what we did for her. I mean, if she's for the law, if we let a criminal go, then she would arrest us. I mean, it's not the code we all use, but that's her code, is the law, as far as she wants to consider using it. Like, Aegon has his code. This is her code. And it's not great, but at least we now know the rules of the game. So maybe if we can figure out a way to use her own code to prove our point, we may be able to at least not have him killed. Yes, and and what about Farmer Trevor and all the other people that tried to hang poor Fergus? Why aren't they on trial? I think she picks and chooses who she wants. I don't think she disregards what we did. I mean, she has helped us. She has saved us. She has... She put us in these rooms. She looked out for us. She told us that Smills was coming. I don't think she's disregarding. It's just... There's just a lot, guys. And, and you know, maybe we don't exactly like the the ruling she'll make, but I mean, I don't like the idea of just letting him go, honestly, because he still did bad things. I don't think he should be killed for it, but I think right now everything's just too quick. Things are just happening too quick, and I think if she just knows what he knows and can explain that he just didn't really do that much, I don't think that you know executing him will necessarily be on the table. We're, we're, we're assuming a lot here, and I just, there's a certain point I just don't think we have much right to change. I mean, we can if we want, and and I'll stick with you guys, but I, this whole thing makes me very uncomfortable. So if we go with your plan, which I do like the idea of, do we know anyone who we haven't killed, um, who understands the law in such a way that we may be able to finagle him out of execution I don't know I just don't want to play by the rules this is tired Gunner take it or leave it and Gunner puts his head down on the <laughs> table 
Vez rolls her eyes and looks at it looks at Feel. Because if we're going to do the way that she would like, then we need someone who is able to, you know, follow her rule set, but do it in such a way where we get a better outcome than him being killed. Um, the that- only lawyer I know was actually a monster that we murdered, so. Um, uh, Laszlo or Fergus? Uh, I don't know if that's Laszlo's specialty, but I guess we could ask. Fergus is, what, 14? I mean, we could try. Maybe he's like a genius boy lawyer. I don't know. I mean, he he hangs out with Hecate. Maybe he'd know something. Maybe. Um, do you and Jasper maybe want to go talk to Fergus then? I think he and Jasper seem to be pretty good friends, and I guess Aegon and I could go um, talk to Laszlo. Gonna, I don't know what you want to do if you just want to nap. <laughs> you hear from Gunner uh, snoring sounds. Break. <laughs> <laughs> Unless anyone has any better ideas. I still think that we should just let him go. <laughs> Maybe that be our plan B for the day, if we can't figure out a better option. Okay. So yeah, so Vez, so Vez and Aegon uh, head off and they walk to the medical wing and uh, they walk up to Laszlo's bed and um, as you get closer, he sits up and says, oh, hey, how are you guys doing? And he looks way healthier than he did when you saw him before. It looks like uh, they did a really good job of caring for his wounds and they may Lady Hecate seems like she may have even lent a healing potion <laughs> to help uh, close up some oh, of his man. more grievous wounds. Generous. Mm-hmm. But he still looks like he's probably still on painkillers. Probably not as bad as before, but but he smiles pretty big at you. He has a his breakfast uh, next to his bed. He's like, hey, how, how are you guys doing? Oh, we're doing quite well, Laszlo. And you seem to be doing well too. Oh, I'm I'm doing amazingly. I'm really excited to get this this reading out of the way, and then we can leave town and continue with our adventure. It's so crazy. Like the entire reason we came here was to get this reading, and like we're finally gonna get it. <laughs> <laughs> um, question for you, just hypothetically speaking. Do you know any lawyers that may be able to finagle the law in such a way that would keep someone from being hung? Maybe still in prison, but just not killed. She gives uh, him, like, a smile. <laughs> and he looks really concerned. He puts down his bacon. <laughs> what happened, Vez? It's actually not for us this time. We are still good. But there's someone okay. who has a lot of information who in exchange for that information, would like to not be killed, which is fair. So we're looking to try to find a way to get him not executed well, to wait, also get that information. What do you need information for? Like, we're we're done. We're, like, we can leave. It's not our problem anymore. Well, La- Lady Hecate keeps changing the deal there, Laszlo. Uh, we need the information for the reading now. Oh, hey, God. <laughs> Love it. Vez keeps a dead straight face, but in the inside, internally, oh. she is smiling. Oh my oh, god. Well, the give deceiver. Me a give me a deception <laughs> check, Aegon. The deceiver. Can I Can I assist? 
Like she just sure. You guys can both add details. <laughs> yeah, my deception check was a twenty. So oh, well, maybe I don't need to. Oh Never my mind. god! <laughs> so Laszlo stares and just slumps in his bed. <laughs> oh my gods! And he looks back up and says, "Can't you do anything without trying to be heroes or being forced into being heroes?" No. I don't think that's possible now. I'm so sorry. Um, but hey, because we're forced into being heroes, you're still alive, right? Well, it's actually because we were forced into being heroes that he was injured in the first place, Vez. Okay, but we also <laughs> found him in a cage. So he would have died long before we caused this harm this time. Perhaps. Well, yeah, that's a good point. I would have died before this adventure even started. So, huh. Well... All right, fill me in on the details. So then we'll cut to Jasper and Theo. Uh, you're kind of wandering through the uh, through the keep, trying to find where Fergus's area is. And uh, maybe you ask a guard and they direct you. And you get to uh, like a, a side chamber um, with like some light smoke coming out of it. And you walk in and you see Fergus in his uh, magician's laboratory. He's got bookshelves full of books. Um, most of them look like, look like they haven't been touched. They're like textbooks. Um, he's got uh, a few scrolls scattered on the floor. His desk is just a mess of papers and notes. And he has sigils drawn and like on papers all across his walls. And there is currently a large fire in the corner of his room that he is trying to put out with a pillow by just beating it down. (laughs) (laughs) Theo. Nice. You know what to do. I'm on it, boss. (sighs) Uh, Theo actually... Burning (laughs) hands. No, Theo Theo actually will, like, rush for and go, Fergus, stand back, stand back. And he'll grab, like... Some, I think if there's a potted plant or he'll grab like a blanket or just something that's that's large and can cover the fire in general. And he'll just try container, to smother it. A container filled with chemicals next to it. <laughs> <laughs> this looks like water. His grandmother's ashes. Oh, God. <laughs> no, you find like a big potted plant and okay. you just upend it on the fire and the dirt just whoomph, puts out the fire. And a Fergus... Uh, brushes himself off and looks up at Theo and says, Oh, well, th- thanks, Theo. Yeah, I got got a little excited with one of my spells and it it lit my wardrobe on fire. As you can see, it's been burning for a little bit. There isn't much left of it. Um, no, I, I get I, I tried, that. I tried to do some fire extinguishing spells for a little too long, but like none of them were working. Like, like I got a little bit of the fire to go away, but then more fire just like came in and took its place. And then I tried to do an ex- like a water spell, but I don't know how to do water spells. And there was no moisture. There's not enough moisture in the air. And then I tried to do a wind spell, but Lady Hecate never trained me to do wind spells. So the wind like really didn't want to do anything. Fergus, so just kind of blew at me. You're too much. It's it's hurt. My bleeding. Stop. And he like holds his oh. hand to his nose. So it's so okay. Oh, oh. I get it. Uh, sorry. It's just it's a lot. It's over my head. Oh, 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 okay. Um. Well, I, I appreciate the help, but uh, what what are you two doing here? And he looks between Theo and Jasper. 
uh, yeah, we we were uh, coming to see a fellow hero. You, bud, yeah. And uh, we wanted to say hey and, and help you out here at the fire. And then we also had a couple of uh, questions to ask you to. He, like, smiles big and he's, like, trying to be all like, hey, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, what, what kind of questions are you uh, looking, looking at? Um, uh, uh, Jasper, you, you had the list, right? Jasper pulls out the list. <laughs> oh, you have a list. <laughs> oh, <I love> <laughs> what was I supposed to ask him? Are you asking or is Jasper asking? I'm asking. Oh, okay. Uh, well, then on the side, uh, basically we're just trying to ask, like, how much legal stuff does he know, and then we'll get into, like, why we need him. Oh, ne- next to nothing. I'm a, I'm a mage in training, and I'm also a 14-year-old boy, so I don't really know a whole lot about uh, law, like, legal proceedings, which could be a problem in the future if I blow something up, but I'm kind of relying on Lady Hecate to find some sort of loophole to get me out of that if something does happen. Oh, Fergus, let me be direct. You're a good kid, and I think you should come with us. <laughs> you, you mean, you mean like leave town? Yes. Like I've always, wa- oh, I've always wanted to go on an adventure. Uh, oh, that'd be really cool. Do, do you think Lady Hecate? Ooh, I'll have to ask Lady Hecate before before I do that. Do you think she'd let me go? Yeah, Jasper. Do you think that everyone thinks that's a great idea here at the castle? And he's like eyeballing Jasper, like, dude, what? That wasn't on the question list. Jasper would like him to come with, so yeah. He's like, you don't <laughs> need to ask Lady Hecate. I'm sure very soon she'll be very happy to have us gone. <laughs> Says not any list of things to ask. <laughs> huh. And then Jasper shows Theo the list, and it says, ask him if he wants to join. <laughs> oh, I guess it is on the list. <laughs> I, did I miss that part? I, okay. You see, yeah. the penmanship is obviously different from the rest of the questions. <laughs> <laughs> Jasper, we're going to have to have a talk later. With our new comrade. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, okay, um, so um, but what, what do you need me to do? I mean, like, yeah, I'd love to go with you. Uh, but you said you need you need my help with something first. Why don't you come with us for now? Oh, uh, okay, cool. Abducting <laughs> <laughs> <Dr>. a <laughs> child. He is so <laughs> lost right now. He's unsure what's happening. He's master boy. Listen, listen. If we can send a fourteen-year-old boy to go be a Pokemon master, we can send. <laughs> to go oh my out. god! My name is Fergus, and I'm gonna catch them all. Yeah. Jeez. He's gonna catch all the fire bolts for us. <laughs> oh god. He's oh, no. <laughs> the pyromancer. It should be fine. Alrighty, so Plus, we need a scapegoat. So he 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 leaves with you guys and we'll cut back to <laughs> Vazinea gone with uh, with Laszlo. And Laszlo's has his uh, hand steepled in front of his nose and he's like Well, Whew, this is a complicated situation. Um, I was just gonna let him go. <laughs> that 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 could work. I'm not saying that's a bad idea. Whew, you will royally piss off Lady Hecate. We will need to go if that is the plan. Uh, basically, at the same time. Well, legally, if you do think she will actually follow the law. 
you might be able to latch on. If you have proof, you might be able to latch on to the fact that this Artur never killed anyone. If you can prove that. The issue is, you don't know where the real Gregory is, do you? No. So for all you know, he could have been killed. Yes. But if he's like his brother, the one person his brother was impersonating, he didn't kill him either. He just used him to get all the information he needed to perfect his character. Well, yeah, but also remember this Gregory, everyone kind of noticed the change. They said he got more aggressive and angry, so... I didn't say he was a good actor. I'm just saying that it's possible he isn't dead. Fair enough. But this is a game, so you have to latch on to stuff like that as a potential clue. Um, hmm. So basically, we need to try to see if Gregory is actually dead, and if he's not, we may have a chance. But if he is... Well, even then... If we can prove he didn't kill him somehow, maybe? Oh, boy. Yeah, because I think... Yeah, I think that might be your one lead. Like, if you can find... If you can convince... Like, get an actual answer out of him. Because pretty much all the deaths have been... Well, caused by you. (laughs) Um, But in self-defense. Oh, my God. Don't you dare. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, I, I don't think, like, everyone who's died recently has died due to, like morphing into a monster although Lady Hecate may also not be happy about the fact that he just left her to bleed out actually yeah now that I think about it yeah he slumps back I don't actually think you have a chance um but but because even even right there willingly allowing a noble to die knowingly is very serious crime That, that is that is almost next to killing them directly under her breath, she goes, Yes, but the nobles let the peasants die knowingly, and they don't care at all. But what are we to say? <laughs> She's like murmuring and like kind of turns her head and looks away and then comes back, like closes her eyes, puts a smile back on her face. Okay, well, at least we have something we can work towards. Maybe. How, how about this, Laszlo? You say, you talk about all of this proof that, that needs to be had. What what proof do they have that Artur is the one that was impersonating Gregory? They would they would only have our word. Well, yes, but you're not going to get back into Lady Hecate's good graces by trying to say that you were lying the whole time. I'm just saying that maybe we could use that as a bit of leverage with her. You're going to try to gain leverage with the Marchioness. Yes. Who has complete control over the guards and this town. Yes. <laughs> okay. He's just he's just kind of staring at Akon like, yeah. Uh, I think Gunner is something he'd like to do whenever you're done with them. Okay, sure. We'll cut to Gunner <laughs> sleeping in his room. No, actually, I think after everybody, after um. After everyone else is gone at the uh, after everyone leaves breakfast, Gunner stops snoring and he says, "Okay, well, now's my chance." And I think Gunner is gonna go snoop. He's looking for dirt. 
looking for things that maybe he's not supposed to know. He's suspicious. Sneaky boy. Okay, so what what exactly are you going to look for? Uh, Basically, Gunner... Gunner's just going to innocently walk around for a bit, but he's keeping an eye out for, say, rooms that look like they hold confidential information, maybe even... Yeah, basically, he he's his plan right now is maybe as a last as a last ditch effort. If he can find even the smallest amount of dirt, he can use that as a bargaining chip in this negotiation. Dirt on Lady Hecate, that is. Okay. And he's he's hoping there's something around here that helps him. You would have to go to her quarters mm. and her personal study. Mm. Does Gunner know when? Well, she's still in the me- in the medical bay. Sorry, not okay, med bay. But she's still in the medical room, the w- medical ward. So she's not going to be there. Okay, but um, are there any guards posted outside? Is there anyone around? Like, let's say Gunner's well, here, let's, walking let's, by. Let's have there. you snoop first. Why don't you give me a, a stealth check? Or you can do performance if you want to not hide and just look like you're supposed to be there. Uh, okay. Performance. So that <clears throat> ends up being a 15 total. Okay. Yeah, so that, that'll be good enough. So you're just kind of strutting around. Some of the guards look your way as you're going through the palace, but like they kind of murmur and you uh, hear one of them say, yeah, that's one of, that's one of the guys who uh, who caught the, the fake Gregory. It's like, oh man, yeah, one of the heroes. Yeah. So they seem kind of cool with just letting you walk around. So uh, you, you yeah. sneak to the uh, upper floor of the keep, one of the upper floors, and you can see what is obviously the door to Lady Hecate's study because it's a double door and they're like 10 feet tall and each door has like that uh, slope. So it's like overall there's an arch at the top and each door has half that arch and they are very ornately carved uh, out of oak and there's some like swirling tree designs all across it. And then there's like her Hmm. uh, family crest in the middle of the door. I don't see any animals around, do I? You do not. Does it look like the guard routes? I'm, I'm assuming, well, okay. Do you, is there an opening where Gunnar could potentially try and get in there without it being like extremely difficult? Uh, I will have you give me a stealth check for that one. Okay, that's fine. <sighs> okay, let's see. <laughs> And if all, if all else fails, Gunner's got his clipboard. <laughs> okay. Well, that was a... Okay, well, that's a 13. It's not as good as I would have liked, but nope. it's not terrible. 13 will be good enough. So you're, like, you're okay. able to like like uh, loiter around. You watch the guards. And when one of the patrols passes by, you sneak up to the doors. Okay. So I'm at the doors. Uh, is it obviously locked? Uh, they are shut and there is like a lock. So you jiggle them and yeah, they are locked. Hmm. Oh gosh. Uh, hmm. <laughs> Do I feel like I can uh, uh, 
what if I just stand in front of the door? And, well, I'm still being sneaky. Okay, I want to pick the lock. I'll just be... Oh, gosh, it's been a while since I've done something like this. But... Uh, be brave, Gunner. Just be brave. And Gunner's going to try and pick the lock. Okay, give me a sleight of hand check with using dexterity. Okay. That is a 14. All right, so you fiddle with the lock and click. You unlock it. All right, Gunner's gonna mosey on in. Okay, so are you gonna leave the doors open or are you gonna close it again behind you? Oh, no, he's gonna he's gonna close the door for okay. sure. So yeah, you sneak in, you close the door behind you and you walk into a relatively large room. Um, once you get through these double doors, it kind of opens up into like a 20 foot wide by like 30 foot long room and there are massive ornate bookshelves just covering the walls on the right and the left um, they're just full of books and tomes and scrolls um, all of them look like they're probably pretty expensive some of them look like they're probably like rare books that are probably worth a lot of money um, there are two sets of two suits of armor set on the far wall. Um, very decorative. They've got like gold uh, like fringing on them. Uh, there are paintings on the walls depicting uh, what, who appear to be Lady Hecate. Um, a lot of the paintings have Lady Hecate with another man in them. And there are also paintings of uh, her family. Like, you know, her father and what appear to be her mother. Just kind of everywhere in here and then at the far on the far wall in between the two uh, suits of armor there is a, another doorway that is closed and then there's also another doorway on your left and I'm sorry I wish I had a map for this Daniel but you took me completely off guard so <laughs> <laughs> I know I, 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 I this is definitely against Daniel's protocol but uh D- Daniel, the podcaster, wanted to do something wild. I think Gunner wanted to um, do something wild. Freaking revolutionary. Gunner wanted to Jesus. do something wild. Okay, so yeah, Gunner is going to... Does Gunner have any idea which door leads to what? No. Okay, Um. so Gunner is going to go eeny, meeny, miny, mo, and he chooses the door on the left. Okay. And he wants to inspect it for traps. All right. Give me a perception check. Oh, finally, a good roll. Uh, that is a unnatural 20. Oh, wow, nice. Yeah, there are no traps on this door. Like you check the keyholes, you check the around the door. It is not trapped. Gunner is going to try and go through it. All right, so yeah, you just open it up and it opens up into a master bedroom. Like, there's a massive canopied bed um, against the wall with beautiful linen sheets. Very expensive. There are windows, like big windows with ornate curtains looking out like across the town from the from, from the room. And then there's also a balcony jutting out. And then there's also, you okay. know, paintings more fur- like more furniture like th- this has wardrobes in it looks like there's like a cleaning station 
and then there's a bath with like one of those wooden folding curtains. Like it looks like this is like her like living area. Okay, first Gunnar wants to see if there's anything under the bed. Wants to check for monsters. Okay, you look under the bed and uh, you are 100% certain that there are no monsters under the bed. Okay, but... There uh, are skeletons in her closet, though. <laughs> oh, great. Oh, that's what I'm looking for. <laughs> um, no, but seriously, is there is there anything of interest under the bed? No, there doesn't seem to be anything of interest in this room. Like, you take some time and you look around and it just seems like she lives there. Okay, no no personal letters or anything? No, like, this is like the, the bedroom. I don't okay. know about you, well, yeah, but I don't. Okay. I think if people have uh, an office or a study, they usually keep stuff there, not in their bedroom. You do. No, you do, I, you I do find. You fair. do find some erotic novels, though. Well, I. I mean, Gunnar's interested, but he knows if he takes those, then she's gonna know for sure. So, uh, yeah, Gunnar is going to go back out, and yeah, basically, Gunnar was hoping maybe he would find like a personal letter in there. So yeah, he's gonna go back out and try and check the other door from the previous room. Okay, so the the door on the far end of the chamber? Yes. Okay. So yeah, you go up and uh, give me a perception check. That is a 10? Okay. So yeah, you look around. You don't see any traps. Again, you check the keyhole. You're like, huh, gotta make sure there's no traps here. <laughs> and you go to start to open the door and you hear sound of metal sliding against metal as the two suits of armor turn their heads to look at you. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh no. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, share it and our other episodes with your friends, family, and co-workers. Your boss, if you're daring. Visit our website to find your copy of a D&D Quick Starter Guide, and feel free to join our growing community on the various social media platforms in the description. There, we discuss episodes, Dungeons & Dragons, and STEM topics that we all love. Thanks again for listening. We can't wait to see you here at Applied Dungeoneering. Some of the background music in this episode is from Monument Studios. Check out their other music at monumentstudios.net.